Hello, welcome back to Solomon's Temple. This episode we're going to outline briefly Aristotle's virtue ethics, borrowed from Nicomachean ethics. There are two kinds of virtues, virtues of the mind and virtues of character. Having the proper sense of how to behave or what kind of attitude to have can be gauged with the mind, but it does not complete the whole process of being virtuous. In order to be something, you in essence have to do or perform or embody that act. Virtues of character are acquired by habit, that which you do regularly. They are done out of our own natures. We already have them when we exercise them. It's strange to think that you would acquire these things, because usually acquiring something comes from without, that you're gathering them up, but you're really acquiring them from going within, that you've already acquired them, but there's no way to really acquire them unless you exercise what you already have. So in essence, it's uh, taking that from within and harvesting what you have already harvested, which kind of sheds light on, well, what is an innate idea or an innate truth? I guess we have innate experiences in life, otherwise we would be unable to relate to one another. Some of the virtues he refers to are temperance and bravery, and he says they are preserved by the mean, or that which rests in between, the golden mean between the two extremes. Choosing to always be temperate or modest, or choosing always to be brave, is not moderate enough, it is not within the mean. It's always detrimental to choose that way because it's not proper choice. It informs the character to have habits contrary to proper reason. You could render yourself a bore or ineffective or unwilling to do anything if you are way too temperate. Also, if you're way too brave, you become brash and impulsive. Being virtuous is referenced to reason, being between excess and deficiency, consisting within the mean relative to us. Being virtuous is a state that decides. Having a lack of ability to decide or discern is a lack of virtue. Having ideas in mind of what this consists in, or when you perform these types of things, or speculating upon them, and not having a stable sense in which you would decide, would make you lacking in actual character, that the character of the virtue is what really matters. Taking refuge in arguments, or speculation, or pure philosophy, you become sick, that if you just listen attentively to the doctor, but you do not act on any of his instructions, then you remain sick. Virtue is a state that you reach, rather than just a capacity or a feeling or a thought that you have about what you need to do. If I were to avoid every social outing because I am worried about getting caught up in drink, or being bothered by some opposition of some sort, or having to deal with too much stimulation, then I'm providing all these reasons to be temperate, but if I am always choosing temperance and self-control in this way, then I never actually enjoy life. I never actually become enriched in the experience of life by always moderating my behaviors. And if I'm always willing to brave something, to stand up to something, to say something to somebody that I feel like would generate some division or war with that person, pick and choosing my battles, whether it's going fast on the highway, or going off a really solid jump that's going to be awesome, or even doing something that is uh, dangerous and not having any sense of the danger and just being very brave in that sense that everything is going to turn out and then I'm going to go for it, you become brash and the effects could be death, or broken relationships, or hardship, in all different kinds of ways. 
that in excess there is no mean and in deficiency there is no mean for you do have to be brave in some regard some dis decisions need to be made and you need to be able to act in some way that faces danger sometimes otherwise your cowardly nature is deficient so the way in which you act should correspond with the situation that it's not excessive to the situation nor is it deficient there are probably many examples and lifestyles and attitudes to take that are either deficient or excessive, and it could be relative to the individual or what the individual is going going towards. I guess case by case it would make more sense, but uh, each to their own, each to their own means. Of course, some actions do not admit to the mean that shamelessness, spite, envy, adultery, theft, and especially murder do not admit to the mean. They are just simply excessive and deficient in their own way. He says that we tend to drift to pleasure, where intemperance, where self-control is concerned, is more contrary to our ability to be temperate, and we drift towards intermediaries that are less among the mean. So within our natures, we cultivate sort of an intemperance, and it is harder to be more temperate, and that is sort of a virtue just to be intemperate to some degree, in that the mean won't exactly be the same as other virtues that are cultivated. So it sort of pushes towards the excess, but being temperate might be a sort of excess anyways. So to temper our pleasures and our tendency to go to pleasures, to be gratified, in that way is sort of what we live for to a large extent and we don't want to moderate that too much to where we don't feel like life is pleasurable so it is a very big part of virtue ethics to discern on how we are perceiving our excesses and our deficiencies and what is appropriate and that it'll wax and wane drastically probably by individual and by the individual virtues that are in question Sometimes it would seem that, wow, he was too angry, or that was really brash, or maybe childish, or too old-fashioned, quarrelsome. We misappropriate these qualities as being better in spirit than they really are, based on our own temperaments. So if I was a wacky DJ and a whoo, you know, it would be, uh, it would have a deficiency in the character quality of what we talk about. It wouldn't be serious enough. So it would seem that if you want to go to comedy or you want to have uh, an entertainment uh, lively show or a conversation or, you know, if you're a conversationalist, then, you know, this podcast would probably be deficient in what you're feeling. But if you want to learn these important things and sort of get down to the brass tacks of what these things are, then you would want to be in sort of a more down to business state of mind that being attentive and critical and to some extent serious and to, to bring to the table a love of knowledge and a thirst to understand as well of course but i'm assuming when you come onto the podcast that you know you have that hat on and i have that hat on we all got hats on in some sense it's temperance that we need here that there is sort of an intermediate state a sort of way of finding meaning maybe reintegrating your own attitudes or thoughts into other ones where maybe it's deficient one way maybe it's excessive in another but I'll, I'll leave that up to you we all have individual cases to attend to you are your judge and jury on how you see yourself and what you think of yourself and where you're deficient and where you're excessive and where you are virtuous. So judgment depends on your perception in life and your perception of yourself and my perceptions and other people's perceptions. You know, we're always tempering reality together. The line between desiring things and needing something has really grown today 
we think that we need things more or less, but it's more a desire to have something or out of necessity to have something, but have it be purely out of desire and that we don't actually need them overall. But maybe in the framework of modern society, you you do need them uh, anyways, if you know what I mean. In some way, we have fast cars. All of them are able to go 100 miles an hour. We'd like them to be very comfortable. We give them a sleek fashion sense. They're intricate machines that have the capacity to do a lot for us, but throughout time, they were never a necessity that the artificial constructs we've all come to know and want and desire that make your lives easier and so forth or more convenient or fun that they're not needed they were never presupposed to be a part of our lives basically they are just an excess but to build a world around the excess the desire for becomes a necessity too that to find an intermediate state that suits you that would be virtuous to have is somewhat ever elusive because it, it is driven by something that is inherently unnecessary and has a gradation of what is acquired. That commuting an hour every day for some people is a necessity of where they live, but it's in excess. In some ways, the conditions in which you live, it's hard to be temperate without being excessive in another way. Maybe you move close to work, but that would require the excess of having to move everything you have and relocating, being away from people. It's hard to be an intermediary with anything. And it would be unreasonable to think that your whole family surrounds you, you live within a half mile of your job and you just walk there every morning, and that you have a cheap economy car that you use only sometimes. In a way, having virtuous things, like if you are a craftsman, you produce something that isn't lacking in something, but also doesn't need to be added anything else. The aim would seem to think in intermediate ways in the middle, like the Buddhists, middle-wayed way. Of course, I don't know if that exactly translates here, but uh, maybe we'll cover that in another topic in the future. So in asking, what does everything mean, or what, what does this mean here, it's almost as if you could look at it and see how it relates to the intermediate, or to what is virtuous. Because we all can engage with something that exists in a certain way. It may be detrimental or deficient or excessive too much and goes beyond the real feeling and capacity to reason well. And that temperance is sort of like the virtue upon virtue, that it looks at everything, mixes them all together and finds meaning or maybe finds the mean. Hmm. Well, that was this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you again next time. Bye-bye.